Right. Last week, somebody mentioned, it could have been you, Danny, that um, where, where, where does the minig in Eretz Yisrael of not saying Baruch Hashem Lalem Omen, but Omen come from? I saw Ramosha mentions that in, um, remember, the, the original Takona of saying Baruch Hashem Lalem Omen, but Omen was when they davened in the fields. So it was dark there, it was no electricity, it was a dangerous place to be, so they wanted to sort of, they had an abridged version, because it says Hashem 18 times or 19 times, so they said Baruch Hashem Lalem Omen, Omen, instead of, uh, instead of the Amida. So the question was, afterwards, when the situation uh, was, that they, they didn't dabble anymore in the fields, but they, they dabble in the proper Botekinesis, in the proper shuls, should one say Baruch Hashem Lalem Omen, Omen, or not? And there was a split. Some said yes, some said no. So says Ramoshi, he brings that the Talmide Hagrah, the Talmide of the Talmidim of the Gon, they were the first ones to go up hundreds of years ago to Eretz Yisrael, and they established them in Hogim. And they were of the opinion that being that you now dabble in the base of Knesset and don't dabble in the field anymore, that you shouldn't say Baruch Shem Omen Omen. So they established that minig there, and that's how it stuck. That's what Ramosha mentions. That's why one doesn't say Baruch Shem Lalem Omen Omen in Eretz Yisrael now. Okay, now we're at um, I don't know where we are. We, yeah, Dalad Omid base. Um, three lines above where it gets wide at the bottom. Omra Veloz Omra Vina. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Now we said before, Ezeo ben Adamabo, who, who is worthy of having a portion in the world to come, they are Simak Ulalit filler. We had, we discussed that last week about it being Simak Ulalit filler, because it's the correct way to say praise to Hashem, and you talk about God Israel and all the great things that he did when we came out of Mitzrayim. And only after that, then you ask, then you ask for your own needs into filler. That's so much good as filler. So now the Gemara discusses something else where also in filler, you also get a portion in the world to come. So, Omra Beloz Omra Bevina. Kala Omer Tehillah David, Bechol Yom Shalish Ba'omim, ever says Tehillah David, which otherwise is known as Ashrei, Bechol Yom Shalish Ba'omim, three times a day, says the Rashi says, Shalish Ba'omim, Keneged Shalosh Tfilas. Keneged the three Tfilas, Shachris Min Chamarev. Albeit, the Ashrei, we, we say twice in Shachris, and uh, once in Mincha. We don't say it in Maru at all. But it seems, but what Rashi says, because there are three Tfilas, therefore we should say Ashrei three times a day. And if you do say that, Muftach Lushe Ben Adam uses a slightly different Loshan, because before we said Ezeo Ben Adam and he says Muftach Lushe Ben Adam Right? It's even sort of a stronger, it's, it's sort of a promise that he's a Ben Ayla Mabal. So I asked the Gemara in my time, but why? What's so special about saying Ashrei three times? Or saying Ashrei, Bechlal? Ilem, if you want to say Mishum to Asya, but Aleph Beis. If you say that this capital to Hillim, okay, it's Kuf Mem Hay, is special, because it's got the order of the Aleph Beis. Name Ashrei Shemim Ederech, the Asya Batamna Apin. Let us rather say to Hillim, Kuf your test, we'll be here all day. Can you imagine the complaint? We're going to stop. Instead of saying Ashray, we're saying Kuf your test, which is eight, eight sukim of Aleph, eight sukim of base, eight sukim of Gimel, etc. Say that. So the answer is, no, that's, so therefore that can't be the reason. So the answer is, Adam Shunda is Because he's got a very special posuk 
in Ashrei, Pasechis Yodecha, open your hand, and must be and satisfy all living things. And that shows our Muna that it is Hashem who gives us our Panosa. And in fact, it's so important that Pulsar, if you say it without Kavona, and in, in Shulchan Aruch Paskans, you've got to go back. In other words, if you suddenly realize two or three Psukim, oh, hang on, I've gone past Pasechis Yodecha, and you were thinking of something else, you didn't concentrate on it, you've got to go back so Paseach HaZidecha, that's Halacha Lemaisa. So that's how important Paseach HaZidecha is. So perhaps because of that, you're Muftach Lusha Benayla Mabo. So he says, if that's the case, Neymah Halalagodl, Duxiv Benayla Sanech Mechobosa. The Haidalim Kitab, which you say on Shabbos morning, is known as the Halalagodl. Let's say that, because there we say, we end up by saying, Nice and Lechem Lechobosa, Kishbochu gives Lechem food, Lechem, bread, lechol bosa, to everybody. So it's the same sort of idea that a panosa comes from Hashem. And also, you, you must, the question of the Gemara is, not just that it's a posse. Okay, so you've got one posse, and you've got another posse, nice and lechol bosa. But because it's called halel agorol, it's called the great halel, as opposed to the halel that we say in Rosh Hashanah or on Yontif, so known as halel amitri. But this is, it's known as halel agorol, so it must be a, a special, um, chapter of Tehillim let's say that so that can't be the reason either why saying Ashrei is something special the reason why Ashrei is special because it's got both it's got both Aleph base and it's also got the Posuk of Pesach so you say that three times a day then you are Muftach Luhu right on Rabbi Yochum says Rabbi Yochum why is there no Nun because we've got the posse, we've got machus chol machus kolalamim, and what's the next posse after that? Samach Hashem lechalanayflim, mem straight to the samach. There's no posse which begins with nun, and we know it's all in aleph base. If you look at the ashray, there must be a reason why the nun has been left out. The answer is mipnei yesh bo mapusam shol sani yisrael, because there is a posse in Amos which talks about the falling, the downfall of Yisrael. Sonne Yisrael means the enemies of Yisrael, it's euphemistic, it means really Yisrael, the downfall of Yisrael. And that posuk begins with a nun. It says in the posuk, Nofla, she has fallen, Klai Yisrael has fallen, Lysosif kum, she will not, no longer get up, and Basulis Yisrael, Klai Yisrael. So since that posuk which says that she falls down and won't get up, referring to Klal Yisrael, begins with a nun, Dovon Melech did not want to have a posuk which is nun because there's a similarity. Even though a posuk with nun, you can find plenty of other psukim with nun, which does not refer to it, but because it's such a serious thing, and the Rashba actually explains, says there's plenty of psukim which talk about the downfall of Yisrael, and he says, yeah, but this, there's no psukim which say, nofla, she'll fall down, velocisive kum, she'll never get up. Because that's a terrible clawler. It's say, sometimes she's down, sometimes Kalisrael is down, sometimes it's up. But to say it'll fall down and will never get up, that's very serious. So that, Dovna Melech went as far, because there is a posuk referring to that, with a nun, he didn't want to put a nun in Ashray. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So what, why did he not put it, why did he not put a nun in, in, uh, in Ashray? I don't know, perhaps that's because that was the main one, which is the other face. I don't, yeah. I don't know, there, there must be a nun in Kufiur Tess. I'm sure Kufiur Tess doesn't miss it. What? Nail the ugly. There you are. Okay.
a good question. Sorry? And in the previous. Yeah, 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 yeah. But my rabbi matasa lehochim. In Eretz Yisrael, so here, it all depends where you put the comma. I remember I once worked for somebody, and we had to write out numbers. You know, like six million three hundred fifty thousand. He says, "I want me commas." You know, you have to put the commas after six. Now, I want me commas. I'll never forget that. So it also depends here where you put the commas. So the the Marava in Eretz Yisrael, Mitzrayim they they explain it as follows. Nof, because before we read like this, Nofla, comma, Lysosif Kum, comma, she won't get it. Nofla, she fell down. Lysosif Kum, she won't get up. Basulis Yisrael. Now, in, in Eretz Yisrael, they suggested reading the Posik differently. Nafla v'loisosif. Now, the next two words, limpalide, is not in the Posik, but it explains what the Posik means. It means nafla v'loisosif. Limpalide. She has fallen, but will no longer fall. In other words, she's fallen, but she won't stay down. Kum basulis Yisrael. So not the comma is after the word kum, but it's after noflov lysosif, and then the Gemara explains lysosif means refers to limpalide, you will not stay fallen down. Kum basulis Yisrael. So it's a positive thing. You might ask, according to that question, so why did Dovod HaMelech not put a nun? In other words, if it's a positive thing, if it's, it's a not such a bad thing, he could have put a nun. Okay. Omram Nachman by Yitzchok, Nachman by Yitzchok said, Afilahochi choza Dovod HaSanchon Ruach HaKadosh. Even though he omitted the Nun because it refers to, or it's an allusion to, to the downfall of Israel, nevertheless, he supported those who had fallen, Baruch HaKadosh, by saying the next posuk with the Samach, Samach Hashem, Lachanan Lifeshem, Akhrushbochu supports those who have fallen. So in other words, even though he left out the Nun because it refers to the fallen, in the next posuk, he added, he sort of, referred to the fallen by saying now the question is he says now we know that the whole Tehillim was said with what's particular about this posuk so the answer that they give is as follows that um, Amos he, he, he's saying the reason why he did not say a nun was because there's a posuk in Amos which you have mentioned now Amos was many many years after David Amalek so in other words, why did Dawad HaMelech have to leave out a nun? Because of somebody who was going to say a posse many, many years later. The answer is Baruch HaKadosh. In other words, he had sp- specific Baruch HaKadosh to know what Amos was going to say in order to leave that posse out already now, long, many years before, um, before Amos. Okay, now the Gemara carries on. And as we have very often, particularly in Brochus, you find that they quote a Memra in the name of somebody so we quoted uh, we started off by saying here that and therefore it gives a quote of another thing that he says even though this even though this is nothing to do with the subject matter that we're learning we had that last week as well if you remember I'm in Dvorenshel Mace Lafonov where you're allowed to talk about a mace that was only brought in because the person who we'd quoted, so we gave another quote from that person. So here as well. Om Gabriel. Greater is that which is said to the Maloch Michael, Mimashanem Gabriel, than what is said about Gabriel. Why? 
the ilu be mechayel siv. As regards mechayel, it says by yoifelai echod menasrofim. One of the srofim flew to me, and Rashi says if you look by yoifelai, about five or six lines from the bottom, by yoifelai the pricha achas one flight. But like he'll give in time, he didn't stop in between. In other words, in one flight, he went to do his job. And the Mashah explains, that's because Mechoel deals with Rachamim. If there's something connected with Rachamim, with mercy, that's got to be done, Mechoel is sent. And in view of the fact that obviously he wants to do the mercy as quickly as possible, he goes straight there without stopping in between. Gabriel, but as far as Gabriel is concerned, right, who deals more with Midas Adin, for Ish Gavriel, Ashero Isi, Bachosm, Batchilo, Muaf, Bayoth. But as regards, um, Gavriel, Ashero Isi, Bachosm, Batchilo, I saw in the earlier vision, Muaf, Bayoth. It mentions the word Muaf twice. It says Rashi, Muaf, Bayoth, Shteprichus, in two flights. Um, yeah. So, Arthur Gamora Kash as follows. My Mashmadahai Echod Michoelhu. We, we, we are saying now that the, what Michael does is greater than Gabriel because Michael goes in one flight and Gabriel takes two. But the pulse regarding Michael doesn't mention the word Michael. The pulse regarding Gabriel says for Ish Gabriel. But regarding Michael, all it says is Vayoyf Eli Echod Minasrofim. How do we know that that is Michael? We have a Gazeri Shova. Because Ksiv Hochit says, Vayoyf Eli Echod Minasrofim, one of the Srofim used the word Echod. Ksiv Hosan, there's another puzzle which says, Vihinei Mechoel Achad Minasorim Arishonim Bolozreni. And Mechoel was one of the greatest of the, uh, Minasorim Arishonim from the, from the, uh, princes. He came Bolozreni. So since it uses Echod in both Psukim, we learn out that when it mentions Vayoyf Eli Echod, that, that Echod is Mechoel. Tono, we learn to Brysa. Mechoel Ba'achas. Michael, he does, performs his mission in one flight, as we say, because of Midas Rachman. Gabriel, Bishtayim. Gabriel in two. In other words, he stops once. Eliyahu Ba'arba. Eliyahu goes in four flights. And Malachamoves Bishmanat. Malachamoves goes in eight flights. In other words, he stops seven times. Right? The reason is obvious. Because, what does the Malachamoves do? Malachamoves ends people's lives. Therefore, he doesn't want to go straight to the person. He wants to stop seven times to give the person to do tshuva. Perhaps he, he won't uh, he won't have to do his job. Uh, and in in fact, I think that's where the minig. If you, if you've been at Leviathan, where you carry out the uh, oran from say from the aisle to the base of to the, to the mokum kavura, you stop on most days. Not when you say tachlan, when you don't say tachlan, but other days, you you stop seven times. What? Yeah. You, you stop, you don't say it for women? Ah. You don't stop. Oh, you don't stop? Oh, In any case, so, you stop seven times. And that's where it comes from, because the Malachamovis stops seven times on the way to come. However, at the time of a Magaifa, when there's a plague, I suppose the Malachamovis is very busy. He's got a busy schedule, and he's got, he, there's a lot of people who he's got to deal with. Therefore, he doesn't do it eight, he hasn't got time to stop, so he's got to go straight to his job. Whatever this means, or, or we don't really understand this. Okay, on Reb Shur ben Levi, Afa Pisha Korod and Krishma, the base of Knesset. Even if a person has, we're going back a bit to our Krishna again now. 
Even though a person has been yaitzer to fill a, a, a Krishna Beisak Knesset, that means even if if he davens if he after night. So the holidays, if he davens after night, he's yaitzer Krishna. Remember, we had a discussion on the first daf and base whether if a person davens Krishna an early mariv, whether you're yaitzer, you're not yaitzer, whether you're going to daven afterwards, etc. But here we're talking about even a person who davened after Sesachachovim. So the holidays, he's yaitzer. The mitzvah of Krishna. Nevertheless, mitzvah of Christ al mitosa. There's still another Indian of Krishna al Don't say just because I have been yotz already Krishna, I don't have to have Krishna al We do. Where do we know this from? Om Rabbi says Rabbi Micro. Where? How do we know that uh, you've got to say Krishna al even though you've been yotz Krishna already in Mariv? Because it says there's a posuk which isn't Tehillim. Most of these pesukim are from Tehillim. Rigzu. Um, get angry, tremble, for al and do not sin. Imru bilvavchem, say what's in your heart, al mishkavchem, on your bed, v'daimuselah, and then you will be silent. So if you look in Rashi, it says, Imru bilvavchem, omru mashakotov al-levovecho, the word bilvavchem is similar to al-levovecho, which is in Shema, and al mishkavchem says Rashi shenem b'shochbocho. So in other words, this refers to Kriya Shema, so rigs of al techatoh, imrubul vavchem al mishkavchem, say kriya shema when you're on your bed, v'doim selah, and then you will be quiet. In other words, you're quiet when you go to sleep. Hopefully you are quiet. Hopefully you don't snore too loud. But I mean, we're talking about, uh, you know, saying these things before kriya shema, before you go to sleep. Omer of Nachman says from Nachman, however in Tamil, chacham hu ain't sorich. Again, we had that in the titles on based on Madalav. If he's a Tamil Chacham, he does not have to say Krishna before he goes to sleep. Says Rashi, top Rashi on the daf, hey Omad Aleph. He's always thinking about learning. That's enough. In other words, that gives him enough, Mashok explains, that gives him enough protection. The whole idea we'll see in a minute of saying Krishna is to give you protection against uh, Shadim and against various other things. So the the fact that he goes to sleep with his mind going trying to go over uh, what he learned during the day, that is enough. I mean, they tell a story about the Chovetz Chaim. I don't know if it's true. Somebody once found him uh, crying, and he says, "Why are you crying?" He says, "Because I've made a cheshbon of the whole day of what I did, and there's 15 minutes in the day where I cannot remember what I did." And this the Chovetz Chaim and his madrega was. You know, something, or oh, we can't understand such a madrega. But what I'm saying is, so we understand, a Tamil Chokham is always thinking of learning, that's enough protection, he doesn't have to say Krishna. Huh? Oh, well, we come to that, that we come to. Yeah, it depends, it depends. If you said it afterwards, then you only need to say one, Mishabura says that you should say three, but we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that. Omar Baya, says, No, even, we said the Tamil Chochum does not have to say Krishna. So Abayah says no. Even the Tamil Chochum has got to say at least one possible. He doesn't have to say the whole Krishna like others. But he's got to say, for example, B'yodcha Avkidruchi. In B'yodcha in your hand. Avkidruchi. We say in Baruch Shem Alam Omen V'Omen. B'yodcha in your hand. Avkidruchi. And trust my spirit. In other words, because it, it's so to say that Neshama goes away and comes back. Neshama Shana etc. You redeem me, Hashem, LMS, God of truth. Um, right. 
Okay. No, we said a Tamar Chochem doesn't... Oh, you mean, what's that posse got to do with the Kriya Shema? No, no, He's, he, he doesn't have to say... No, what we said is, in Tamar Chochem, who ain't the Tzorah? So Abayah comes along and says, you're right, he doesn't have to say Kriya Shema, but he must say one posse which is to do with going to sleep. And that's it, but Yodcha Av Kidruchi. In your hands, I'm giving my, my Neshama. Because you give your Neshama away when you fall asleep. When you get up, it's like a new Neshama in the morning. Yeah, that's right. A person, I mean, Yargiz comes from the word Rogers, which is angry. A person should fight. His Yetzar type should fight with the Yetzar R. Shenema, as it says in the posse, that we, we're going over the reason why we bring this memory here is because the posse that we just quoted, which is Rigzuv Altechato, Imrubal Vavcha Domicello, is being explained. Rigzuv Altechato, so, um, be angry with Altechato and you won't sin. In other words, the Yetzar type should get the better of the Yetzar Imnitz Chemotov. If he wins, if he wins over his Yetzar, fine. Vim Lav, if not, Yasub Atira, then he should learn Tyra. Shenema, as it says, Say, say what's in your heart, and others say something from Tyra. If he wins, fine. He should say Krishma. Shenema says Amishkavchem. Mishkavchem is similar to Bashavacha. If he wins, it's fine. If not, he should remind himself that we're all, you know, people who eventually, as Danny always says, no one gets out of this world alive. <laughs> And, uh, you, you know, that's going to, if you think about that, that will be able to be margis, you'll be able to, um, win over your Yetzirah. Now, the question they ask at the Om Foshim asks the following question. If you know that Yitzka you remind yourself that you're not infallible, that one day you're going to pass on, and that will make you, so a sobering thought like that will make you realize that, yeah, that will make you realize that the Yetzirah, the, the, to conquer your Yetzirah, why not go straight there? Why go through four hoops first? What do we say? First of all, get your Yetzirah to sort of deal with your Yetzirah. That doesn't work, learn Tyra. That doesn't work, do Kriya Shema. And then if all that doesn't work, think about Yom Misa. So before Shema, well, go straight to Yom Misa, because that seems to be a foolproof way of 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 uh, getting your Yetzar Torah to vanquish your Yetzarah. Various answers. One answer is then Yaakov says, we've got an idea of Ivduas Hashem B'Simcha. And to think about Yom Misa is not a very nice thing. It's a sad thing. So therefore, it's, 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 if you've got no other alternative, the, all the other things don't work, you have to go to that. But L'Chatchila to go to that is not a nice idea. That's what the Yaakov says. The Gorn says, yeah, it depends on the type of the Aveira. In other words, like when you kasher a pot, if there's not much contact with the Issa, then you just have to rinse it out. If it's more heated, then you need boiling. And if it's really, you know, very great absorption, then you've got to uh, get rid of it with libun, with fire. So similarly, the same is with the chait. The more drastic the chait, the more drastic the Aveira, the more you need to clean out the Neshama. So in other words, start off with something light. Yeah, it's a time and it's a rah. If that doesn't work, you have to be If not, you go into Krishna. If not, you go into the most thing. That's what the Gorn says. And the Chassam Cypher says, right, 
No, you can't go straight to Yaskalama Misa. Yaskalama Misa only works, it's a sort of incremental. In other words, if you first try with the Yetzirah Taiv, and it doesn't work, and then you go on to Kriya and then you go on to Tyra, etc., and then you mention Misa, then Misa will work. But if you go straight to Misa, that's not enough on its own. You have to have these sort of, um, the, the, I'm thinking of the right word, the, the introduction of all the other things first, before Yom Misa will work. Okay. Now we, we come to another memra, again, with some, with Rablevi Bachoma, right? Completely different Indian at all. On Rablevi Bachoma of Shimon Lokish, my it says in the Pasuk, this is at the end of Mishpotim, the Etna Lacha, I will give to you as Luchas Eben, the Luchas Eben, tablets of stone, Vatira, Vamitzvah, Asher Kosavti Laraisan, which I have written to teach them. So he explains, he goes through each word. Luchas is the tablets, Eidas this refers to the Ten Commandments. Tyra, Zer Mikra, this refers to Chumish, Hamitzvah is Mishnah, Asher Kosavti, which I have written, is Eilun Nevi'im Ksuvim, this is Nach, this refers to Gomorrah in other words the reasons for doing things and in fact it says the reason why we need the, uh, so Melamed we learn so this posit tells us that everything was given to Moshe Asina in other words not only the Aser Sadibris was given but the whole of Chumash was given the Mishnah Knach, and Gomorrah Mishnah Gomorrah etc they were all given to Moshe at Sinai. Now, the, the idea is, is Mishnah, we said Mishnah comes from the word mitzvah. Mitzvah is Mishnah. So says Rashi explains where, where does Mishnah come to mitzvah. Um, he says, if you look at the, the Rashi, Zegomorrah, Svare Tamea Mishnah. They explain the reasons of the Mishnah. The Mishnah just tells you straight as it is, gives you a sort of a point by point, but it doesn't explain the reasons. Shemimenu Yatsara, but, then uh, Hara comes from learning the Gomorrah. Somebody who gives a psak from the Mishnah, they consider people who destroy the world. Because the point is like this if you try and give a psak from a Mishnah, you don't know all the reasons behind it, and you therefore do not know exactly when to apply it. They say that Rabbi Sral Salanta said that somebody who gives a psak, just say from reading a leaflet or from picking it up somewhere, or not knowing not having learnt all the sort of sources and the reasons behind it, so it's like a Rebison puskening, because a Rebison, she stands and she's, she's in, the, in the kitchen, and she hears her husband puskening this, puskening that, but he, he, she doesn't know what the reasoning behind it is. There's a, a well-known Rav here, I heard this story once, if it's true or not, I don't know, that somebody came to him and he showed him a chicken. He said, kosher. Another person came, so showed a chicken, he said, treif. And, and somebody, I think perhaps the Rebison or ever said to, to him, but they're both the same things that, that you're passing. How come you're passing for one kosher and one trafe? So he turned around and he said, listen, the whole Issa, it's not an Issa, it's a Chumrah. The one who I said is kosher, I know that he can afford to buy another chicken. The one who, who, who I said trafe, so he can't afford to buy another chicken. In other words, you've got to know that what? oh sorry <laughs> the other way around sorry it's a bit late anyway so, so, so the point is like this you have to know the, the, all the sources and everything that's behind it in order to make a psak I must tell you once I phoned out Rabbi Danny Levy the Tzal because he was the Rabbi Machshir of Schmerling 
And I had a child I wanted to know about, you know, when you have to wait three hours or six hours after cheese, which cheeses you have to do it for. So he was away at Mincha, his Rebbeson answered the phone. His Rebbeson says, well, you know, he's at Mincha now, but can I help you? <laughs> yeah, so I, I told her, you know, I want to speak to him about the cheese. I, I can help you with that, she said. No problem at all. And she, she told me all the bits and pieces. Basically what she said was that they're all okay, apart from there's one called Emmental, which is, you know, it's got holes in the back, that's because it's going to be more than six months old. And she, but she says, if you want, you can confirm it with Rabbi Levy when he comes back from Mincha, which I did. So I phoned him, I phoned him, I said, yes, everything my wife told you is absolutely correct. I think there is also, incidentally, one cheese, Chevington's Mitzvah. Oh, 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 of course! So we're talking about cheese. Chevington's Mitzvah. Which, which cheese is that, which cheeses does one have to wait for? Oh, you only know yours. Does one have to wait for yours? Sorry? Oh, I see. So does one have to wait three hours or six hours for your cheese? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Rebbev Gurevich is, is, is supposed to have said that nowadays there's no such thing as hard cheese. Have you heard that? Because there's so many rules about to make up hard cheese. But anyway, I've just mentioned that because the Rebbeson spoke. So here we've got the idea as well. You've got to know the Gomorrah, you've got to know the Poskim, everything behind it in order to make a suck. Okay, Om Rebbev. Um, says Rabbi Yitzchok, whoever reads Krishma, um, Krishma Alamita before going to sleep, it's considered that they hold a double-edged sword in his hand, and Rashi says, if you look at Rashi halfway down, to fight, to kill the Mazikin. Mazikin translation, the evil forces, whatever that means, we don't really understand it. Apparently some people say it doesn't even exist nowadays. You know, the shady and the demons. I don't know. But in any case, if you've got, uh, if you say Kriya Shema, it's like a double-edged sword. It's a Laragas and Mazikin. And if da, in Dafvov, it says that many, many, many Mazikim. That's why, perhaps, why you need a double, a double sword for it. So Shenem, as it says, we know, well-known possible, Rhymers Kel Begrinon, the Cher of Pifias Beyodon. The praises of Hashem Begrinon in their throats. The Cher of Pifias Beyodon. A double-edged sword in their hand. Answer Gemara, my mashma. How do we know that Romans Kelbegrinam refers to Kriya Shema? If you say Kriya Shema, you've got a Cherapifius Beolam, you've got a double-edged sword. On the Mazutra Vitem Ravashi, Mazutra says in the Rashi, Mereshadin Yonah. We know this from what's been discussed before. Dechsev, as it says, Yalzu Chasidim Chavod, you run into Amishkavaisam. He says the righteous will rejoice in honor. You run and they will sing Al Mishkavaisam. And Al Mishkavaisam, we said, is from Meshachor is Krishma. Ochziv Basrei, and after that it says, Rhymers Kelbegrinam, the praise of Hashem is in their throats, referring to the apostle that we said before, which is Krishma, the Cherbifios Biodom, a double edged sword in their hand. So from there we learn out that if you say Krishma Alamito, you've got a double edged sword which, which will protect you. The Omreb Yitzchok, and so Reb Yitzchok says as follows, Kalakari Krishma Alamitosa, anyone who says Krishma Alamito, Mazikim Bedele Menu. These Mazikim, these demons, whatever they are, Bedele Menu will keep away from him. Shenema, as it says in the Posuk, Uvenei Reshef Yagbihu Uf. The Bnei Reshef will be removed, Yagbihu, they will lift up, they will be removed by Uf. Now, Vein Uf Elatira. 
Orf is Torah. Shenemar, the Posit says, Hatsoif Enechobayv Enenu. If you close your eyes to the Torah, it's gone. Meaning, if you, if you close your eyes, in other words, you do not do Chazara, then you'll forget your learning. So that Hatsoif, we can see, refers to Torah. So Uf as well here, Yagbiu Uf means Torah. Ve'en Reshef and the Mazikin. Reshef means Mazikin. Shenemar, because it says in the Posit in Anzinu, Mazay Rav. It's talking about uh, you're swollen from hunger. Olochume reshef. We won't translate that for the moment. The ket of meriri. Rashi says ket of meriri is eshem shade atzorayim. This is a shade, a demon which operates in midday at noon. So since it says a demon ket of meriri, the pasuk next to it is taken that the words next to it, olochume reshef, is also taken as a demon. So meaning like this, obnei reshef yagbiu of. Uvene Reshef is the demons. Yagbiu of Torah will remove it. They'll remove the demons. So that's what we learn. Anyone that says could Krishna Malamita Mazikim Delimimenu. Slightly different interpretation. Abishimben Lokish, Kala Isaac Matara, anyone who learns Torah Yisurim Bedelimimenu. Not Mazikim, but Yisurim. Afflictions will keep away from him. Shinem, as it says, Uvene Reshef Yagbiu of the same posuk. The ain of El Torah. Of his Torah Shinema which we had before, but ain't Reshef and Yisuri. Now he said, before we said Reshef refers to, um, demons. Ain't Reshef and Yisuri, Reshef is Yisuri, if a person gets afflictions, Shenema, Mazay Ro'ov, Ulochome Reshef. So Rashi explains like this, the actual Posik says like this, Mazay Ro'ov, which means swollen with hunger, that's Yisurim. The person is swollen from hunger, that's pains, that's Yisurim. The end of the posse, which says, um, Ket of Meriri, that refers to Shadim. So the Chumir Reshef can either mean the same as the, which is in the middle, can either refer to the first one, which means Yisurim, because it's bloated from hunger, or it can mean demons. So therefore that's why one Rabbi Yitzhak talks about demons, about Shadim, Mazikim, and Rashlokish talks about Yisurim. Omre Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said to Rabbi Shim ben Lokish, one minute, you're quoting a posuk from Eov. Uvnei Reshev Yagbil, Uv is a posuk in Eov. Why do we need to go as far as Eov? Every, every little child knows that Torah protects you from suffering. It says in the posuk in Beshalach, if you listen to Hashem by Yosheb and of Tas and you do the correct thing, and you listen to his mitzvah, and you observe all the chukim, all the decrees, all the terrible machlas, the diseases that are put upon Mitzrayim, on Egypt, I won't put on you, because I'm Hashem, your healer. In fact, that's why we say, one of the Peshotim, you know, when it comes to Seder night, we say there's etzba lakim he. So at the, at, in Mitzrayim it was considered etzba, finger. But by the sea, it's a yodak dialogue. So it's five times as much. So the first one comes along and says there were ten makkas in Mitzrayim, therefore there were fifty by the sea. The next one says there were forty and there were two hundred by the sea. And the third one says there were fifty makkas 
in Mitzrayim and 250 by the sea. The question is, well, what are they doing with these numbers? Where do these numbers come from, these huge, large numbers? The answer is, all the machlas I put on Mitzrayim, I won't put on you. So the more we can find of machlas that we'll put on Mitzrayim, the more we know we won't have. So this posuk is quoted, Rabbi Yochanan is saying, every school child knows this posuk, that Torah protects you. What do you have to bring a posuk from Eev, which is, won't be learned till a lot later, a posuk in Chumash tells us that. So that's not what the message can be. The message can't be that from this posuk in Eev of Nate, Resha of to tell you that Torah protects you from suffering. Anyone who is, has the opportunity to learn Torah, that ain't also, but doesn't do so, how could this is, you cannot learn this out from the apostle, but this is what he's saying. How could Shbachu maybe a love you surma chorin of Eichrans? How could Shbachu will bring upon him horrible afflictions? Shenema, as it says, ne lamti dumio, I became silent, I kept quiet from good, and I had a lot of pains and afflictions came. And what does it mean, I kept quiet from time, I kept quiet from time, in other words, I had an opportunity to learn, but I didn't take that opportunity, then I will bring all terrible things, how do we know time is time, as it says, uh, I've given you a time, a good uh, lesson, a time. Nosati lochem. I gave you Torasi matayra altazayvu. Don't leave it. So that tells you that um, le- that tayv is tayra. Sechsheishi matayv. You don't keep the tayra. You don't uh, the the opportunity. You do not utilize the opportunity which is given to you of learning tayra. Then that then bad things yisurim will come. Amar zeri v'tem rav chanina ba papa. Boira eish lokem midas akadshbochu midas basavadom. Come and see how Kachbochu is different than people. The characteristic of a person, a normal, a, a, a human being is that if he sells something, the seller is sad, but the buyer is happy. Rush explains, well, why should the seller be sad? It's, if you're in business, you want to sell. Right? So Rashi says, if you see the, the, the sort of second line, We're talking about a person who sells something because he needs the money. He doesn't really want to sell it. You know, often you hear and see in the news about people sell their, their medals that they got in the army, right? They got in the Second World War, they got special uh, medals for bravery or whatever it is, and they put it up for auction. It's sad that, because they don't really want to sell it, it's something very sentimental and very important to them, but because they need the money, they have to sell it. That's what we're talking about, so Rush explains. So a person in such a situation, he's sad when he sells it, and the person who buys it, ah, I bought something as a metzir, like a samer. is not like that. He gave the Torah to Yisrael, as a precious Torah, which he, he made, he gave to Yisrael, and he rejoiced about it. Shenem, as it says, I've given you a good lesson, then he warned them that they should not abandon the Torah. So, even after giving it, he, he sort of pushed them to keep it even further. The Ben Yoda actually asks a question here. He says, if a person sells something which he doesn't really want to sell, so he's sad because he's lost something. He really wants to hang on to this medal, for example, but he's forced to sell it. So he's lost something, he's lost the medal, and therefore he's sad. 
what does the Kodesh Baruch the Moshal and the Nimshal don't seem to be the same the analogy is not correct because the Kodesh Baruch Hu, when he when he gives a Torah what has he lost by it the Ben Yoda says you know what he's lost up to now the jurisdiction was totally in the hands of Hashem but once he gives it to Bosodom he allows the um, the Bezdin or Chachomim to decide their own things for example you've got Kiddush HaChodesh right that's decided by Chachomim or let's say even our talk talking about Kriyashima the Midoraisa, Krishma is okay the whole night, but the Chachomim come along and say no. Only say it till Chatzoyz, Kedet Lahachi Ozumin Avera. So in other words, Hashem is not, he, he is handing over his sole jurisdiction of the Torah to the Chachomim as well. So it's similar to the person who sells something, and you would expect him perhaps if he's handing over jurisdiction, he should be sad. No, Samach is happy about it because he tells them, Torosi Altazovu, make sure you look after this and you keep it well. The show is that is happy even though he's handed over something to Claudius Roll. Oh, maybe there.